0: That it feels right. Hello, dear good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke, here with Julian Andrews. Julian, what's up, man?
1: Hey, Kyle. Doing great. Uh, bright and early. I think we're we both don't... very uh, alert.
0: Yeah, we don't do ourselves any favors by putting um, our podcast out on YouTube now with the video, but also us looking like we just got done with a six-day bender, which we didn't. We haven't done that.
1: Yeah, No. We it's just hadn't... early and it's hot. Although we, I kind of feel like I'm on a six day bender with this. <laughs> Seriously, hundred degree, hundred degree. De- I can't even talk today. Hundred degree weather every day. I know it's like
0: yesterday we had a break and it was 95. And then, dude, I get this. Of course, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for a long walk last night. Ah, um, did Jenna it pour had, down rain on you? Oh my dude. Yeah, Jenna had <laughs> Jenna had a dinner. I was like, I'm I'm just going to go for a long walk by myself, listen to a podcast. I did that, and then I get about halfway through my route. And I'm wearing, of course I'm wearing a white shirt too. And it just starts pouring. So I still had like 35 minutes left of
1: my walk and I'm, yeah. That yep. sucks, yeah. I was like walking to meet a friend of mine for dinner and then I walk, like walked back and drove because it was just like, I can't deal with this. So I can't you know. deal with not knowing. And you think it's
0: gonna stop and then it never right. stops. Right, yeah. Uh Well, with that, let's get started. Um. Also, this is our third podcast this week. We said that we, we owed you one from last week. So, um, we're recording this on a Thursday morning. We'll get this up as soon as we can. Um, this morning as well, you should have a podcast in your feed already. Probably, uh, with LA Ray, who, um, ironically, if I he doesn't live in LA, he lives in New York. Um, but he likes the, the Lakers. He's, he's followed the Clippers. He's got a podcast. It, it was actually pretty fun talking to him when he talks about the Clippers and, um, where their season is now they're down one to the jazz and like where, um, if like kind of the wheels fall off, you know, I, I think with them and, and you'll hear it in the podcast, I think nobody's really talking about the fact that their whole team could really just blow up after this year. And they gave up so much to acquire yeah. Paul, Paul George, which I mean, which was the only way they would have gotten Kawhi. So he gets into that and it's kind of fun. Um, with that being said, uh, we want to thank our friends at DraftKings for sponsoring our podcast um dude julian have you tried these pools these
1: i still haven't yet no i should get into that
0: yes you just go to the main DraftKings page and it says free pools like on the uh you know somewhere on the page i think it's on the bottom left and it brings you uh like yesterday i did one for the sun's game um like basically who will score more points and it has all these questions and whoever gets the most right i think i mean it's free but like first place won like 500 bucks and obviously you know I don't know. Mil- millions of people are probably playing these. So your odds are so low, but like for free and it's just a kind of, it's They're you know, better it's, odds.
1: than if you don't play it,
0: Yeah, well, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. It's basically a prop sheet, like a prop bet. Sheet. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's, yeah, it's, it's really a lot of fun. Um, download the top rated DraftKings app now and use a promo code TBPN. When you sign up to get your free shot at $10,000 in total prizes every day, uh, head to DraftKings pools page. To get your shot at huge cash prizes. And most of those pool pages are free. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. Uh, let's run through just some NBA news. Um, we we had some things to catch up on since we last talked. Obviously, uh, I think since we last talked, the series that have kind of, um, you know, I, I guess it's really not that exciting anymore the nets took a 2-0 lead um we saw that and then last night the suns took a 2-0 lead over the nuggets and like i was trying to watch the game because i wanted to like i wanted to entertain myself Mm -hmm. i was trying to like find things to watch and like i mean i I watched like snippets of it but it was not even close throughout the whole night
1: i thought it was still fun to watch i think the suns are really fun to watch they Um, are but but yeah it was not close it Man, the main thing I just feel so happy for Aiden. Like after yeah. being taken before, Luca Espo was kind of talking a, a couple weeks ago about how kind of Suns fans are don't like him or are mad at him because because of that situation, and now him actually playing well and being a really important piece of their team is, and they're winning is awesome to see.
0: Yeah, and that's where like we shit on all these teams where y- you think about. Like obviously like they you'd you think they'd be better off with Luca, right? But then you kinda like go through the checklist and you're like, Well, they probably once have gotten Chris Paul then and they don't have a center. Um, then it's like, does
1: Mikel Bridges
0: play as many minutes? I mean, again, I don't yeah, I was get...
1: thinking about this though. I, I was I like, Yeah, if you replace Chris Paul with Luca, like are they still this good? Which sounds like a crazy question. And I don't want to like get too far because like I think the obvious
0: answer is like yes, you'd rather have Luca and Devin Booker together for ten years than Chris Paul and Aiton for two or three with Booker, but yeah. we always we always give teams shit for like drafting for need and drafting like whatever. And the Suns kind of lucked into this because like when they drafted Aiton, they didn't anticipate they'd get Chris Paul, sure, and like Macal Bridges would be as good as he is, who, who they got in the same draft. But but also, if you take Aiton off this team, and if they went you know with a different position or you know whatever it is, it's like he plays such a pivotal role at center for them um you know where he's not in the category of Embiid or or Jokic obviously but he is in a category where like I mean the Clippers like that whole first round series against the Mavs they just like took Zubac off the court they were like yep we can't like we can't play him um and and, and, like he's like Aiton will probably never get to that point unless like it's a super small ball thing but yeah um yeah he's been he's been fun to watch and I mean it really just kind of sees, it seems like that series. I don't want to say it's over because the Mavericks were just up two zero and um, you know. But I, I think I guess I'm just like looking at how the
1: Suns won too much Austin Rivers for the Nuggets. It's just not good when you have <laughs> that much Austin Rivers. It's
0: I mean, and that's the truth, right? Like we, we joked about it a few weeks ago how people are like, "Well, are the are the Nuggets actually better with with Jamal Murray or without Jamal Murray?" And it's like. No, no yeah, dummy. They're not. Um, They looked really good for like twenty games, but, yeah. um and then Aaron Gordon. Yes,
1: I don't know, dude. It feels that feels like the one matchup they can kind of consistently win, but he's not. I mean, he's so clearly like the max, like a fourth option on a good team. You know, and that's
0: yeah, and that's like a lot of these guys at the trade deadline they get kind of exposed, where like they're they're like these fun guys on young teams, and it's like, wow, Aaron Gordon, man, like he's in. He's in jail for, you know, like the, the yep. Orlando magic mm-hmm. purgatory jail. He can't, can never get out. And then he gets out and it's like, oh, well that's why. Like they, he just wasn't like as good as maybe we thought he was.
1: Yeah. And if you're just like force feeding him the ball on a bad team, it's like, it's going to put up numbers. Like he's, I mean, is he's probably like the consummate good stats, bad team guy. Cause he's actually not a good stats guy when he gets on a good team. And now we've seen it both ways.
0: Yeah. I was going to say like his, cause his stats in the playoffs, I mean, Yes, he scored double digits in six of eight games, I guess. But I mean, Hick his shooting percentage 43, 44, 44, 28, 54, yeah, 50, 57, 42. Like last night, he's pretty
1: much non existent. Played 20 minutes and scored six points. Yeah. I mean, it's like a rim, rim runner, right? Like it, yeah. power forward. Like he's not this, he's not really like a, a, the type of scoring wing that they maybe thought they would get, but anyways, we can diagnose the nuggets more when they're, when they're actually out of it. Yeah. But uh, overall um, fun playoff
0: series. I think tonight, um, is it the, I think, yeah, we have Brooklyn who's up two zero against the, the bucks. And then we have the, the Clippers jazz series and, and the jazz are up one So So, um, and tr- I think out, out of those matchups, like the Clippers jazz series seems like the only one that might go to seven. And then, then uh, Philly and in, in Atlanta. Yeah. It's been fun. There at 1-1. Maybe that's like a six-game six-game series. We'll see. Um, news around the league. Um, I don't want to butcher his name, but is it Nate Bjorkigen? Bjorkeren? Somebody, not, I'm not, not going to be able to help you here. Um, well, he's fired. He's not a coach anymore. <laughs> so so we, gonna never, say, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to say his name very much longer. Uh, they fired him, which is not a surprise. Uh, the Pacers were actually like very Pacery this year. Like 34 mm-hmm. and 38, right around 500, which is um, it's kind of a tick down from what we there's saw last year, baby. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they won their, their first round, um, playing game and then they lost, which I mean, you could really make the excuse that, uh, that's why you keep a young coach because they, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, in this case, it was kind of used against him, but the odds were against him the whole time. Like there's that crazy story or the clip of, um, uh, I think one of their young players running up the court and like screaming at one of the Pacers assistant coaches. Um, and there was just kind of rumblings from Indiana all year long that nobody really liked him, which, Yeah, uh, I think from the report I read, I was reading yesterday, um, on May 24th, um, Kevin Pritchard, who's their, their, uh, president of basketball operations acknowledged that the players described him as, uh, a micromanager. Um, and when people, when people talk about micromanager, that the word isn't supposed to be used in a negative way, but it's never used in a positive way. <laughs> Like, nobody's (laughs) like, he's a micromanager. I love his style. It's like, no, right. Yeah. Nobody goes into a job interview and is like, I love being micromanaged. It's true. It's true. No, I Uh, mean, yeah.
1: If you're all, if all your players hate your coach, that's uh, a problem.
0: It's not good. And I mean, the thing that looks so stupid for them is that they had Nate McMillan. I know, right. And now he's with the Hawks and they're winning, like, they're making a competitive series against the Pacers or against the 76ers.
1: I have to double check this, but I think this is the second time Kevin Pritchard has fired Nate McMillan because he was the GM of the Blazers, I believe, when Nate McMillan was let go.
0: Well, that's not good. That's not a good look for him. No.
1: Or maybe maybe they didn't know. Over- maybe Kevin Pritchard left before he did. But still, um, yeah, not a good look. Nate McMillan's a good coach. I don't understand why he keeps getting fired.
0: And to tie this into Wolves land... Uh, Chris Finch was a finalist for the Pacers' job last year, and they mm. went with. They went with. But I mean, the, like, the the more you read about his uh, resume, um, I'm just going to call him him because I don't want to pronounce his last name. We'll call him Nates, like we're buddies. Is that like he? I mean, he was Chris, or he was? Um, uh, I can't remember. I can't think of his name. The Raptors coach. Um, um, why can't I think of the Raptors coach Nick Nurse? He was Nick oh, Nurse's. Yeah. He was Nick Nurse's assistant coach for many years? So, um, with those guys, they tend to check out kind of like the like the Popovich. Right? Maybe yeah. they, maybe like m- maybe one day we'll look back at the Popovich co- coaching tree and maybe that won't check out. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll do that one day. Um, okay, uh, huge news: LeBron changes his jersey from number number uh, twenty three to number six, which is like mm, uh, LeBron is so weird. <laughs>
1: I don't understand why this is news. Like, maybe I'm insane. Well, I mean, is it's supposed to mean—is it supposed to mean something? So no. Different so, or no? Are we, like
0: reading into it? No. Basically, he's wearing number six in Space Jam, from what I understand, and he's making the announcement. Why? uh Because beca- I'm guessing because Jordan wore number twenty-three in Space Jam. Uh, okay. And he doesn't want to wear twenty-three again because LeBron's his own person, and it's very important that you know that, Julian.
1: Okay. No, I see. Okay. Perfect sense. I mean, kind of. Like, you don't need <laughs> no, to change your back. Yeah. Doesn't make sense.
0: But, like, again, I've talked about this before. I love LeBron, and, like, I think he does so, so many good things. He does stuff like this where, and I don't know if it's him or, like, his PR person, but I'm like, you don't have to change your deck. Like, you don't actually have to change your number. You know, like, you don't. And then the whole thing was, like, didn't Anthony Davis want to wear number 23? when he came to the Lakers and then the report says that he will stay with his current number. Yeah,
1: So now nobody gets it.
0: Nobody. Well, I, I, I do wonder, and maybe somebody can help us out with this. I, I do think there's some sort of like Jersey rule for this as far as like money, where like, if you bought a LeBron Jersey this year, oh, and he's yeah, yeah, 23, yeah. I think LeBron has to end up paying out like everybody that wants to get a refund. Oh yeah. Cause I know that that's what they, they did in the NFL. They, huh. they said that like NFL has to pay them. I, I honestly think it's like a huge, because I remember Delvin cook wanted to, like they were talking about with the Vikings, he was going to change his number because they could do single digits for players. And maybe he doesn't have to pay all of it, but I like for Delvin cook, it was like a two hundred thousand
1: two hundred thousand $200,000. Wow. Um, I thought that was like a fanatics thing, but no, but no, I don't know. I, I haven't heard about this, but I'm not saying you're wrong. So I think he has to pay something. So like, I'll, I'll look that up. Um, well, actually, you know, we have the internet. Um, we're sitting here on the internet. Um,
0: okay. Well, Julian, uh, here we go. LeBron won't have to pay millions mm. of dollars to change his number. Sources told the NBA informed of the decision of last year, which got him off the hook because they, they probably stopped printing the jerseys. oh yeah i bet it
1: matters what time you do it too yeah it's like if they have printed i bet it's i bet a lot of it's like the nba has already printed these jerseys yeah i think that's what. not it was. like the fans have them because yeah. i don't think the league cares that much about the fans you might be right they care about them a little bit i, I don't think they don't care about the fans at all but i think that they're probably more concerned about like
0: yeah they're concerned but, about the backlog jerseys
1: that they yeah. can't sell now.
0: Yeah, that's all right. You're right. Uh, summer league's back this summer, hey. um, which like is yeah, we're getting as back to normal as we can, which is which is awesome. Um, but I just remember like how, and I, they'll, they'll probably put some sort of restrictions on, um, you know, whatever. But like that's in like a like a, i guess probably two months. They'll, pro- they'll probably push it back. I'm not sure. I didn't look at the exact yeah. timeline. But like, dude, it is it's always so packed in summer league and it's just so hot and it's kind of gross already. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what, what they do to kind of implement, um, it not being so gross, but it's exciting. Summer leagues. one of my favorite things ever. Um, because like you, you get to see young guys, you really can't take much about it on a basketball like end, yeah, but, you're, right, but, right, but right. you're able to like kind of network. Um, and if you network for long enough, it will get you in a position where you get um, where you get laid off by your by your team. So it's really great. It's really That's the goal. That's really, I mean. yeah.
1: go to summer league. That's the play. you go to summer league. Yep. You talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. You get the people to like you. You pay yep. you pay for your own hotel and your own flight. Mm-hmm. And then you get a job, and then you get laid off. Then you get laid off. And, you laid off. and then it's you can like, do a podcast.
0: And then you can do a podcast about it. Yeah. Yeah. In fairness, they did pay for everything. Um. And I got to hang out with Greg Stiedsma a lot, um, the assistant coach. So that was a lot of fun. I mean, but I, I like, I have, I have plenty of summer league stories, but there, I mean, like for three or four years in a row, I would stay for 10 or 11 or 12. I think the last year was, dude, I stayed 14
1: straight days. When you came back after 14 days in Vegas, you were a shell of a human. Oh, yeah. I wasn't, not, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't in a good place. I'll just,
0: I mean, it's, the the problem with that is like Vegas is great in like a two day chunk because and I'm not the only person that's like this, obviously because it's Vegas. It just hits on like all your vices. Where I'm like, hey, what do I like to do? I like to go out with people and I like to watch sports and I like to gamble on said sports. So like, I like that's to drink. I I yeah. I yeah. like to have a cocktail eat and not healthy food and eat not healthy food. These are all up my, up my alley. <laughs> um, the, yeah. So 14 straight days of it. It's like the, And the problem with July is like, you're only getting like, uh, you can't bet on summer league, obviously, cause I work for the team. You can't bet on the WNBA obviously, because I work for the team. Um, so like really the only sports to gamble on are future bets, NFL futures, yeah. NFL futures and baseball bets and baseball bets are so boring because I have to, I'm not going to sit there in the sports book for four hours, which actually, I mean, I don't really have anything else to do. Um, but yeah, NFL futures. So it's funny. I make these like 20 or $30 bets and then I come home and I have like 55 of these little tickets that I have to just like keep track of. And, um, so then
1: if they win, do you have to take them back to Vegas or can you mail them? You, you can mail them and, they, and okay. they have, they send you a check. Yeah, nice. I've done.
0: It. I've won it before, and I've sent it back. Um, they probably get it, and they're like, "Who cares?" Um, yeah, like, who cares about this fifty-four dollars that you won? Um, all right. With that being said, but yeah, summer league will be fun. Um, maybe one of these years I'll go back. We'll see. Um, let's get to the uh, do we call this? We call it the three-star sports card card corner? I think that's good. All right, three-star sports cards card corner.
1: Say that that 10 times fast. Three star sports cards card corner. Well, how about we do this? Welcome to card corner. Kyle's card corner.
0: It's early. early. Uh, (laughs) Um, Okay. Three, two, one. We'll do the intro for the card corner. Um, Because the thing is, guys, if you're listening to this, I have to cut it off separately. So So I'm
1: like mumbling and saying, Carl's carl's card corner kid kinder that it doesn't work work quite as well for the youtube oh uh, these people are so sick of us um
0: let's get into kyle's card corner presented by our good friends at three star sports cards uh it's our second week with them and i've already been to the store once and there was a celebration in there they're so happy with this partnership um it's not true they were very busy and i don't think they noticed i was there but uh, we are very happy about the, our relationship with them. And um, it's in, they, they have a store in Bloomington and one in little Canada, any grading needs you need any cards you need um, obviously gradings down until July, but um, they're very knowledgeable and they'll help you out. Uh, my advice of the week. So the more and more I watch these games in the playoffs uh, we told you at the end of the year to kind of hone in on teams you think are going to do well and try to invest in, the young players when they heat up. So like, and, and hopefully you did that because guys like um, Matisse Thiebel, right? Like we're seeing a huge spike in his cards. And I'm going to tell you something, Matisse Thiebel's cards in six months from now will not be worth what they're worth right now. Um, like maybe never, if, if they don't is make that it. A Kyle, is that a Kyle guarantee? That's a Kyle guarantee. Yep. Um, even if we're in like a little bit of dip in the card market. So I say that and like, what I'm going to call this is stay away from the hero trap. Uh, last year we saw the Tyler Harrow cards just absolutely spike during the finals. Um, and then you, you probably watched Tyler Hero this year and said, Hey, he's not that good anymore. Um, and, you know, I still think he's going to be a very good pro, like maybe not all-star level, but um, in comparison to what his cards were going for. No, like he is, he's, he's not never getting good, back there. Right. Like, I don't, I think some of his cards were like in the thousands and um, oh I have God. a few, I have a few cards at PSA now of his, and it's like, They've 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 come back to earth. So what I'll say right now is, if you invested in those guys, whether they're graded or not, um, raw or not, I would I would try to sell those guys that are that are just like those mid tier guys that are getting hot right now. That probably will have a pretty minimal role in in you know a year from now, um, not minutes wise, but just like on the spotlight and, tr- and try yeah. to cash in while you can. And on the flip side of that, it's like if you're watching a 76ers game and you see Matisse Thibel and he has seven steals and you see his PSA 10 Prism and, and you buy it for like 80 bucks or whatever, um, of course, that's not a huge investment. And if your plan is, well, when they get to the finals, I'm going to flip it, well, that's fine. I mean, you have a tight window here, but that, that's okay. But I would just say, like, if you're looking to invest and you think it's going to be a long term answer, those fringe guys, I would stay away from that. Still stick to the big hitters of like your Simmons Embiid, Irving, um, Harden. I mean, Harden might be a guy to get in on now that he's not playing. I don't yeah, know if actually, I don't know his yeah. cards have dipped. Uh Durant, Giannis, uh, Jokic. Like I you know, with the Suns, I like going in on Paul Ayton Bridges. Um so yeah, go after the big hitters. Um, stay away from the from, from from some of the little guys because I think you'll look back and go, eh, I got I got tricked. And you didn't get you, like you didn't you didn't get tricked because it happens every year, but
1: um, you know there's there's ways to avoid that. Do you think we can see any of the, any any drop in the Giannis cards just because of their loss?
0: <sighs> yeah. So it's actually funny. I've been putting some offers in on a, a few Giannis cards, just like his like basically short print PSA tens of his yeah. um, non rookie year, um, and you're kind of seeing. I mean, the thing is, we're, we're we are in such a dip right now where a lot of these these cards are coming back from PSA, PSA, I think. And people are hoping that that they'd be worth 150, 140, but then people are like, well, why am I paying a hundred dollars for this base PSA 10 card? Um, Which is a good question, but that was the case six months ago. So um, I think there is an opportunity for somebody like Giannis. I think like his rookie cards, like if you're, if you're, if you're you're trying to sell off Giannis rookie cards right now in a panic, then I think like, that's kind of silly. Like, s- same with like Luka Doncic cards. Like, his cards are going to get really low in about a month. Um, you know, not super low, but like his his base stuff. And I just bought a, a, a Donris rated rookie, um, of his for I think like 315. And they're like the average is like 350. And maybe I bought too soon, but that card next year is going to go back up to five or six hundred dollars. And, you know, I, I would just say, like, again, with the big guys, let's like, let, let's stay on the track of in like d- don't panic sell those guys like yep. hold those guys those guys should continue to hold value even if they, they go through dips it's still Giannis in 10 years he's still going to be statistically one of the greatest players to play yeah. um so like two-time
1: MVP yeah right exactly. like,
0: <laughs> like just just like hold off um now now if you know the if if Ben Simmons if, if his cards are so high right now. And you're like, I got to get out. Well, that's fine. Like guys like that are fine, but like, you know, somebody like the Giannis and he's not obviously not in the same category as LeBron, but, um, you know, like guys like that, I, I tend to, to, to think you you hold those are stash guys that you just kind of put underneath the, the TV stand. And also like, I will say if you're looking like, if you're in the market where you're flipping and buying the same cards, you know, to, to kind of make money to make a hundred dollars over the course of a year or whatever, like you're selling now and you're going to buy again in September. I, I don't know what the yeah, cycle yeah, would yeah, be. Sure. That's fine too. I mean, I, I don't do that just cause that that's, that's a lot of tracking and you have to pay a lot of attention to, to the market. But, um, you know, that's certainly an option too. So Nice. And with yeah. And with that, uh, that is the pod for this week. Um, Julian, thanks for joining me next week. We're back to two. Um, I, I really want to get these lakers guys on they told me they're they told me they're very sad over the season still and they don't they, they can't talk publicly which
1: um i mean i don't feel bad for them they're lakers fans
0: but yeah and like, you don't get I to mean,
1: feel sad because you didn't win the second championship in two yeah, years
0: yeah I was, I was gonna say yeah
1: <laughs> we don't get anything nice
0: here no. um we're in, in minnesota we complain about the cold weather then once it gets hot we complain about that too so um, this is
1: worse I would rather I, it be 15 degrees than it be 95. I will I strongly disagree. Okay.
0: Um fair enough. But I mean, se- like if it could be 80, 75 to 80 would be sure. right up, right at my warehouse. Sure. Um all right Julian, uh thanks man, have a good weekend. Got it. Um everyone thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.